Hello and welcome to day 120 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from the third book of Kingdoms, chapter 7, verse 1, to chapter 8, verse 52, Psalms 101, verses 16 through 29, and Luke chapter 20, verses 27 through 47. Let us begin with the third book of Kingdoms, chapter 7, verse 1. Now King Solomon sent and bought brought Haram from Tyree. He was the son of a widow from the tribe of Naphtali, and his father was a man of Tyree, a bronze worker. He was filled with skill, understanding, and knowledge in working with all kinds of bronze work. So he was brought to King Solomon and did all his work. He cast two pillars for the porch of the house, each one 18 cubits high and a line of 14 cubits measured the circumference of each and the thickness was four fingers to the hollow portion and the second pillar was smaller then he made two capitals of cast bronze to set on top on the tops of the pillars the height of one capital was five cubits and the height of the other five cubits he made two lattice works to cover the capitals on top of the pillars, a lattice work for one capital and a lattice work for the other capital. And he made a hanging work, two rows of cast copper pomegranates, a hanging work row upon row. And he did the same for the other capital. Then he set up the pillars by the vestibule of the temple. He set up the pillar on the right and called it Jachin. And he set up the pillar on the left and he called it Boaz. The capitals on the pillars in the hall were in the shape of lilies, four cubits high. There was a roof on the pil- both pillars, and beyond the sides was a capital, one beam in thickness. He made the sea of cast bronze ten cubits from one brim to the other. It was completely round. It was five cubits high and thirty cubits around the circumference. Below its brim were supports encircling its encircling it all around, ten cubits high, all the way around to hold up the sea. Its mouth was as the mouth of a drinking vessel, a lily blossom, and it was a hand breath in thickness. There were twelve oxen under the sea, three looked toward the north, three looked toward the west, three looked toward the south, and three looked toward the east. All their back parts pointed inward, and the sea was set upon them. He also made ten bases of bronze. Each base was five cubits long, four cubits wide, and six cubits high. This was the design of the bases. They had panels, and the panels were between the reliefs. There were The reliefs were lions, oxen, and cherubim. Above and below the lion and oxen were spaces for a haining work. Every base had four bronze wheels, and the attachments to the to the wash basins were bronze with four parts to them and supports under each wash basin and axles of bronze and the height of one wheel was a cubit and a half the workmanship of the wheels was like the workmanship of a chariot wheel their axle pins their rims their spokes and their hubs were all of cast bronze there were four supports at the four corners of each base. Its supports were a part of the base itself. On the top of the base, at the height of half a cubit, it was perfectly round. And on the top of the base, its axles and its panels were of the same casting. On its panels, he engraved cherubim, lions, and palm trees, wherever there was a clear space on each, and they went all around. Thus he made the ten bases. There was one pattern and one measure in all of them. Then he made ten 
wash basins of bronze. Each wash basin contained 40 baths. On each of the 10 bases was a wash basin. He put five bases on the right side of the house and five on the left side of the house. He set the sea on the right side of the house toward the southeast. Hiram made the wash basin, the shovels, and the bowls. So Hiram finished doing all the work he was to do for King Solomon, for the house of the Lord, the two pillars, the two bowl-shaped capitals on top of the two pillars, and the and two lattice works covering two bowl-shaped capitals on top of the pillars. 400 pomegranates for the two lattice works, two rows of pomegranates for each lattice work, and to cover the two bowl-shaped capitals on top of the pillars, the ten bases and ten wash basins on the bases, one sea and one and twelve oxen under the sea, the pots, the shovels, and all the equipment. Hiram made all these articles for King Solomon for the house of the Lord. All the works Hiram made for the king, the forty-eight pillars of the, of the king's house and the house of the Lord were entirely of bronze. There was no measure of of the bronze from which he made all these works in such great number. There was no limit to the measure of the bronze. In the plain of Jordan, the king had had them cast into clay molds between Succoth and Seir. Thus Solomon dedicated all the furnishing he made for the house of the Lord, the altar of gold, the table on which on which was the showbread also of gold. The lamp stands of pure gold, five on the right side and five on the left in front of the inner sanctuary, with the oil containers, the lamps, and the wick trimmers of gold, the doorways, the nails, the bowls, the dishes, and the censers of pure gold, and the hinge hinges of gold, both for the doors of the inner room, that is, the Holy of Holies, and for the doors of the main hall of the temple. So all the work King Solomon did for the Lord's house was finished, and Solomon brought in the holy things of his father David, and all the holy things of Solomon, the silver and gold furnishings. He put them in the treasures of the Lord's house. Now Solomon took 13 years to build his own house. He built his house with wood of Lebanon. Its length was 100 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits with three rows of cedar pillars and cedar beams on the pillars. He roofed the house with cedar above the beams on 45 pillars, 15 to a row. There were three beams and a joint upon a joint, three times over. All the doorways and doorposts had rectangular frames, and the windows were opposite one another in three tiers. He also made the porch of pillars. It was 50 cubits long and 30 cubits wide. In front of them was a portico with pillars and a canopy was in front of them then he made a porch for the throne the hall of judgment where he might judge the house where he dwelt had one courtyard that had access to these a similar workmanship solomon also made a house across from this porch for pharaoh's daughter whom he had taken as wife all these things were made out of costly stones that had been fastened at the spaces inside and at the foundation up to the eaves and outside as far as the great courtyard where the foundation was laid with huge costly stones 10 cubits and 8 cubits high very costly according to the measure uncut and with cedars for the great courtyard roundabout there roundabout there were three rows uncut and a f- row fastened with cedar and solomon completed his whole house
Third Book of Kingdoms, Chapter 8. Twenty years later, when Solomon finished building the house of the Lord and his own house, King Solomon assembled all the elders of Israel in Zion to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from the city of David, which is Zion. In the month of Ethiam, Ethanin, the priest took up the Ark and the Tabernacle of Testimony and all the holy furnishings in the Tabernacle of Meeting. King Solomon and all Israel were before the Ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen without number. The priests brought in the Ark to its place into the inner sanctuary of the temple, to the Holy of Holies under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread their two wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubim overshadowed the ark and the holy things. The holy staves extended so that ends of the poles could be seen from the holy place in front of the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from outside. Nothing was in the ark except the two stone tablets, the tablets of the of the covenant Moses put there at Horeb when they when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel after they came out of the land of Egypt. When the priests came out of the holy place, the cloud filled the house. So the priests could not stand there ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house. Then the king turned around and blessed the whole assembly of Israel. While all the while all the assembly of Israel was standing, he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel today, who spoke with his mouth about my father David, and fulfilled it with his hand, saying, Since the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city from any tribe of Israel in which to build a house for my name to be there. But I chose for my name to be in Jerusalem, and I chose David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of my father David to build a temple for the name of the Lord God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, since it was in your heart to build a temple for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. But you shall not build the temple, but your son who will come from your body, he shall build the temple for my name. So the Lord fulfilled his word, which he spoke, and I fill the position of my father David and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised, and I have built a temple for the name of the Lord God of Israel. There I made a place for the ark which contains the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hand towards heaven. And he said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth below who keep your covenant and your mercy with your servant who walks before you with all his heart. You have kept what you promised your servant David and my father. You have both spoken with your mouth and fulfilled it with your hand as today. Now, O Lord God of Israel, keep what you promised your servant David my father, saying, You shall not fail to have a man sit before me on the throne of Israel, so long as your people guard and keep their ways to walk before me as you walk before me. So now, O Lord God of Israel, let the word be confirmed. You spoke to your servant David, my father. But will God indeed dwell with men on earth? If the heaven and the heaven of heaven will not be sufficient for you, how much less even this temple I built in your name? Yet, O Lord God of Israel, regard my prayer, which your servant is praying before you today, that your eyes may be opened toward this temple to temple day and night toward the place of which you said, My name shall be there to hear the prayer of your servant 
praise, your servant praise in this place day and night. You will hear the supplication of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. You will hear in in your dwelling place in heaven and you will be merciful. When anyone sins against his neighbor or if he takes up an oath that he should... that he should swear and comes and redeems himself before your altar in this temple. You will hear in heaven and act and judge your people Israel, condemning the wicked, bringing his way on his own head, and justifying the righteous by giving to him according to his righteousness. When your people Israel are defeated before their enemies because they sinned against you, and when they turn back to you and confess your name and pray and make supplication to you in this house, then you will hear in heaven and be propitious to the sins of your people Israel, and you will bring them back to the land you gave their fathers. When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, and when they pray toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sins whenever they humble themselves, you will hear from heaven and be propitious to the sins of your servant and your people Israel, that you may teach them the good way in which to walk and send rain on the land you gave your people as an inheritance. When there is famine in the land, when there is death, when there is burning locusts or blight, when their enemy besieges them in one of their cities, whatever plague or affliction there is, whatever prayer and supplication shall be offered by any man, as each one might know the plague of his heart and will spread out his hands toward this house, you will hear in heaven from your dwelling place and be propitious and act, and you will give to everyone according to all his ways, whose heart you know, for you alone know the hearts of all the children of men, so they will fear you all the days they live in the land which you gave to our fathers. Even the foreigner who is not of your people, when he comes and prays in this temple, you will hear in heaven from your dwelling place, and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you. This so all people will know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel. They will know your name is called upon in this house I built. When your people go out to battle against their enemies, wherever you send them, and when they pray in the name of the Lord toward the city you chose and the temple I built for your name, then you will hear their prayer and supplication in heaven. You will make a righteous judgment for them when they sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin. And you become angry with them and deliver them to the enemy, and they are taken captive to the land of the enemy far or near. Yet they, when they turn their heads, hearts in the land where they were carried captive and repent and make supplication to you in the land of their captivity saying we have sinned and done wrong and they return to you with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies who led them away captive and pray to you toward their land you gave to their fathers the city you chose and the temple i built for your name then you will hear in heaven from your dwelling place and you will be propitious in their unrighteousness in which they sinned against you and in all their transgressions by which they broke faith with you and you will grant them compassion before those who took them captive 
and they will have compassion on them, for they are your people and your inheritance, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, out of the midst of the iron furnace. Let your eyes and your ears be open to the supplication of your servant and the supplication of your people Israel, to hear them about everything whenever they call to you. For you, O Lord and Master, separated from them all the peoples of the earth to be your inheritance. As you said by your servant Moses, And when you brought our fathers out of Egypt, then Solomon said concerning the house he had finished building, the Lord made known the sun in heaven. He spoke to those dwelling in darkness, build my house, a house of splendor for yourself to dwell in newness. Behold, is this not written in the book of the ode? Psalms 101, verse 16. And the Gentiles shall fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth your glory. For the Lord shall build Zion, and he shall be seen in his glory. He regarded the prayer of the humble, and he did not despise their supplication. Let this be written for another generation, and the people who are created shall praise the Lord. For he looked down from the heaven of his holy place. The Lord looked upon the earth from heaven to hear the groaning of those bound, to set free the sons of the slain, to declare the Lord's name in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. When the peoples and the kingdoms are gathered together to serve the Lord, he replied to him in the way of strength, declare to me the fewness of my days. Take me not away in the midst of my days. Your years are throughout all generations. In the beginning of Lord, in the beginning, O Lord, you founded the earth, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They shall perish, but you shall remain, and all the thing, all things shall grow old like a garment, and like a cloak you shall change them, and they shall be changed. But you are the same, and your years shall not fail. The children of your servants shall dwell there, and their seed shall be led to prosperity forever. Luke chapter 20, verse 27. Then some of the Sadducees, who deny that there is a resurrection, came to him and asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies having a wife, and he dies without children, his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, and the first took a wife and died without children, and the second took her as a wife, and he died childless. Then the third took her, and in like manner the seven also." And they left no children and died. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife does she become? For all seven had her, had her as wife. Jesus answered and said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are counted worthy to attain that age and the the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor nor are given in marriage, nor can they die any more, for they are equal to the angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised when he called the Lord, when he called the Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, for he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Then some of the scribes answered and said, Teacher, you have spoken well, but after that they dared not question him any more. And he said to them, 
How can they say that the Christ is the son of David? Now David himself said in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore David calls him Lord. How is he then his son? Then in the hearing of all the people he said, to his disciples, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes, love greetings in the marketplaces, the love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at feasts. Whoever who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers, these will receive greater condemnation. Thank you for joining me on day 120 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 121.